Welcome everyone. We're here again with another episode of Above and Below. I'm your host, Navriti Sood. And this season we are focusing on her story. And we're talking to some amazing women and entrepreneurs who are doing some compelling work that are shifting our paradigms on how we experience life, work, and everything in between. So today I am very excited to have Helena Escalante on the show. Welcome, Helena. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm just thrilled. Thank you for being here. And Helena, I just want to just brag about you a little bit. So Helena is a certified copywriter and founder of Entregurus.com. And Entregurus.com is a blog which brings you ideas from the best business books in under five minutes. Yes. In addition to that, Helena is also a content strategist, a keynote speaker, <laughs> um, and, a, and an amazing all around, uh, I would say, queen of copy. Oh my God, thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> the person that you just described, I would love to meet someday. <laughs> well, you. she's right here, uh, let me tell you. So Helena, tell me about your story. You know, I mean, I'd love to see how, how did you have this inkling to say, hey, I want to start my own blog about entrepreneurs and how they should be writing and marketing themselves. Well, it goes back a little bit further than that, because if I may take a moment to tell you the story, when I started my business about 10 years ago, I found out that I was very good at what I did. But Which is that, copywriting. Right. And back then, it was also multicultural language, well, multicultural communications and marketing. So I have since niched down into copywriting, but back then it was, uh, let's say, a more broad scope consultancy. And what I found out was that I was very good at what I did, but that I also needed to complement my knowledge with some other aspects of really running a business day to day. And so I needed mentors and I found some wonderful human mentors, but I also needed some information at times that it was on point or these wonderful mentors said, hey, why don't you read this book? Why don't you read this other one? And so books really became my second mentors. And I started just reading and I couldn't get enough because I really liked all the information that I was getting. So I started reading and reading and reading and reading. And even though I've always been an avid reader up to that point, I changed my love for fiction for now nonfiction and specifically business books. And so that's how it started. And then, you know, as, as an entrepreneur, you meet other wonderful like-minded people. And whenever they said, well, I'm going through this or I need something else, I would recommend a book. Mm. And some of them would come back to me and say, oh my God, that book that you recommended, that was perfect. Can you recommend another one and another one and another one? And then I thought, well, why not share what I'm reading, specifically the ideas that I'm getting from these books with whoever wants them. And so, so that's how it all started. So it's kind of like a digital book club, but you're sharing your thoughts or like you're kind of reviewing the books that you're reading. Right, it's not necessarily a review because there are so many book review sites out there that are really, really good. So I didn't necessarily want it to be another, let's call it Me Too site in the sense of publishing reviews. What I wanted was to share those aha moments, if you may, those, lightning flashes of inspiration from a particular idea in a book that people could 
get in under five minutes because mm-hmm. that's the promise. Here's a tiny little nugget that I thought was awesome about this book. Not necessarily summarizing the book mm-hmm. in less than right. five it's minutes, like your but opinion. just this is one idea that I got from this book. Mm. And that's it. And there may be a book that provides me with 10 ideas, or I may have a series, you know, day one, day two, day three, day four, but it's always centered around ideas. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So yeah, it, sounds like with, it sounds like with your blog, you're also building a community around this. Yes, I've been very fortunate that people liked it and it took off. And so tell me more about um, how you're bringing this community together through your blog. Well, it's been really a little bit of a wild ride in the sense that I would never expect a community to form behind it. I have now readers in over 150 countries, which blows my mind. And I'm so grateful because I get all these emails from people that said, oh my God, your blog from today was exactly what I needed. Or did you know that the idea that you gave me, I went on and applied it in this way and this is the result that it gave me. I'm not taking credit. It's all their execution and what they do with those ideas. But what I love is being able to plant the seed of an idea that then it sprouts elsewhere. And how do you use entrepreneurs to help your community so besides just um of course you know um writing about all these kind of like nuggets of wisdom that you're picking up from the things that you're reading mm-hmm. tell me some some other ways that you're engaging your community or or just you know learning in, in, in other ways and using entrepreneur as a right. platform well um another way in which entrepreneurs has been wonderful is in providing me with opportunities to talk and to spread the word about leadership, about self-development, about all of the knowledge that I've acquired from these books and help other folks. So I have become now a business mentor and I help startups and small businesses, which is enormously rewarding. And at the same time, when I couple that with my copywriting skills, I'm able to help entrepreneurs with basically three things, which is increasing their sales, expanding the the number of followers that they have in whatever platform they choose. And the third one is become a thought leader because we're all going for the, creating an impact in our communities. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. So it's been wonderful. It's been a great ride. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it's it's evolved into a really nice place where you're it, advising some some incredible people. Right, it really is. It has also fortunately provided some great opportunities to do keynoting for events or for companies. So that has been another most welcome mm-hmm. thing that Entregoris has brought to my life. And and you're and you're teaching through your keynotes about expanding, you know, your sales. Right. My keynotes are mostly uh, devoted to entrepreneurship or leadership or sales or marketing or anything related to copywriting and just promoting whatever it is that somebody has to sell, mm-hmm. really. Uh, so I tailor the keynote. It's not a canned speech. So I tailor the keynotes and the other presentations that I do to the audience based on what they want and they, what they need. Mm-hmm. What's the most interesting ask a person or a company has come to you with? Hmm, that is such a great question. And I would probably say that the most interesting one was if I, really the ask was a given. It was a, of course, yes, but 
what was behind it was very interesting indeed. And I'll tell you, um, they asked me if they could share the videos that I did of an interview with an author. And of course, yes, by all means, please feel free. But the reason behind it was because this author had written a book. And in this book, he was talking about a process of gratitude. And one of the exercises that he had in there was whenever you go to sleep, it's a very simple process, but it's beautiful. Start enumerating the things that you're grateful for in alphabetical order. So with an A, for instance, the the apple that I had this morning that was so fresh and so juicy, with B, uh, my little boy that I love and adore, with a C, and so you go like that. And the reason why this was just lovely and most beautiful was because they wanted to see if they could take this process and apply it to cancer patients mm. that they had in that had so much trouble sleeping. Mm. So really, you never know what effect or what kind of ripple what you're doing is going to have or mm -hmm. take or how far it's going to go. I would have never, ever imagined such a thing. But it was so beautiful and so rewarding that they thought that the work that I was doing would be able to help somebody with that kind of need. So it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I love that. The ABCs of gratitude. Yeah, what a great exercise. Awesome? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's so beautiful. Um, so you coach and also talk a lot about, you said leadership and entrepreneurship, uh -huh. which I feel like are in this in a similar wheelhouse. Right. What do you, so through your work experience so far, what do you feel like people or companies get wrong about entrepreneurship or leadership? I think probably one of the most important point that people get wrong is that leaders are always at the top. And that is not the case. That in is, terms of like hierarchy? In, in terms of hierarchy and also in terms of, let's say, title. Mm, you do mm -hmm. not need a title to lead and you do not be at the top of the hierarchy to lead. Gotcha. The, per the person, the most important person that you need to lead is yourself always. And with that, people will follow. And actually, it is much harder to lead without a title uh, than to lead with one. Because when you have the title, whether earned or not, people will have to follow. But if you don't have a title and people really follow you because of what you stand for, it is wonderful because then you're really leading people to where you want to take them and they're happy to follow. Mm -hmm. What do you love about writing and copywriting? What I absolutely love the most is being able to transmit ideas. Again, I'm all about the power of ideas or messages. Mm -hmm. So my blog definitely transmits ideas in terms of copywriting for my clients. What I love is being able to transmit their message in a way that really resonates with their audience and that gets them whatever result it is that they want. So whether it's the, you know, that they want the audience to buy or they want the audience to subscribe or they want the audience to donate or they want whatever it is that they are looking for, if you position it in a way in which the audience is happy to do it because they love that message and because they mm. like you, they trust you, they know you, it's it's a it's just magic. So tell me more about that magical uh -huh. connection, about you know the consistency behind connecting a message with mm -hmm. putting it out there. 
what is that magical sauce? Well, there's really, <laughs> there's, uh, when you break it down, there's really not that much, you know, nothing magic. It's all a process, but it's a beautiful process of finding exactly what it is that your audience need, needs, excuse me, and how you can actually deliver that. And that's what I love writing because it enables me to do all the research beforehand and then move forward. And for that, the process that I came up with really has an acronym that is very fitting and that is right. And so the process is actually very, very easy. I mean, the W stands for who, what, when, where, and especially why, right? Then the R is do your research, find out exactly what you need, and then also set the results that you want, that goal, what is gonna be your call to action. The I is what I call inquire about the iceberg. And for this, I need to explain a little bit. So let me tell you a story. Uh, it so happened that years, I don't know, 100 years ago or however many, <laughs> but a, a long time ago, and this is a very uh, common story amongst copywriters, but not outside the circle. So I'm happy to share this. Uh, again, there was this copywriter long, long time ago that was being hired by a beer company. And so as part of his research and as part of finding who, what, when, where, why um, his client was doing all this and what the beer company was doing, he took a tour of the facility and he found out that the beers of that the bottles of beer were being sterilized four times. So not once, not twice, not three, but four times. And he said, why do you do that? And they said, well, to really maintain the purity. And we also filter the air in the room where the mixture, mm. where the liquid brews to keep that beer pure. And he said, oh my God, why don't you tell this to the world? And the answer was, well, all of the beer manufacturers do this, so it's not uncommon. And he said, oh, but nobody knows this. Mm. So then he went on to say this and to talk and share this story about how they kept and how they made this beer to be so pure. And it became the best-selling beer in the U.S. Wow. So when you, what I mean by inquiring about the iceberg is if you just look at the tip of the iceberg, it may seem like, oh, it's just another beer or, oh, it's just something else. But when you dig deep, you find that underneath there is so much information. There are so many angles that you can take that you can really make something stand out and be different. But you just have to look at what that yeah. underneath the part underneath I is. totally resonate with that yeah. because it's like when you make something that's invisible visible exactly you allow it to show itself in reality and you know exactly you never know what kind of effects or that would have on, right in right. this case you know growing your company growing your company exactly consumers. so you yeah. come with that unique angle for mm -hmm. this and then you just share it with your audience then the t stands for type meaning when you really are going to go and write. Make sure that you type away in a creative process. Do not edit yet because that comes later. And then, of course, that's the E, editing for excellence. Yeah. But the reason why I say type first and edit later is because there are two parts of your brain for this, if you may. One, oh, yeah. which is the creative part, the one that gives birth to all of these awesome ideas. You do not want to shut that down or thwart on it in any form or fashion. 
because when you edit, then you take away, you consolidate. And when you try to do both at the same time, it doesn't work. So you have to basically put on your typing or your writing hat first and then your <laughs> editor's hat later. I love that. I love how you use the acronym W-R-I-T-E. Yeah. <laughs> so can you give us a quick recap again of what of what course. each of the letters mean? Yes, of course. So W is the who, what, when, where, and especially the why of both you, what you have to offer, and your clients. Then the R comes for the research that you have to do and then the results that you have to set. Mm. Um, the I is inquiring about the iceberg. The T is typing away, <laughs> you know? Yeah, let it out. Exactly, just let it all out. Uh, you can do brain mapping, you can do whatever it is that you want, but just let it all out, mm -hmm. uninterrupted, let it flow. And then the E is editing for excellence. And also, I'm a recovering perfectionist, so I always say edit for excellence, not for perfection. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it was Truman Capote that said, I don't write, I rewrite. Oh, yes. Which is so much about, you know, it doesn't matter what you're, you know, just typing off in your, like on your, you know, word processor or exactly <laughs> or your typewriter exactly. or, or, you know, just the long handwriting, you're doing whatever it is. It's all about the editing. Right. And, and the rewriting. Every, exactly. Yeah. And every pass of editing mm -hmm. makes it even better. Yep. So yep. there's nothing wrong with editing. Mm -hmm. So... Tell me more about your program that's called Content Camp Intensive. Yes, well, it, it's a great program because what I do for some of my clients is create sales letters, uh, in general, just the sales funnel, the, the copyright part of the sales funnels for them. So that's great. But for startups or for smaller clients who want to learn how to do this themselves or who may not have necessarily the budget, what I do is I put together a workshop that is called the Content Camp Intensive, and it's by application only uh, so that I can bring in together a select curated group of folks to learn how to create the content and how to plan it. Mm. And so the workshop is three days and the promise is that you come in with a blank piece of paper and after those three days, you leave with 52 weeks of content strategy. Okay, and who would be the ideal participant in your content camp intensive? Entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, uh, freelancers, side hustlers, anybody who wants to learn how to create content, anybody who is who already has something, a, a platform, not necessarily somebody who has an idea of starting a business because that would be too early in the mm, process, mm -hmm. but someone who is already established and who is already perhaps creating content, but haphazardly and who runs to really align it with his or her goals of increasing sales, becoming a thought leader, or growing their following. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk, just touch upon your entrepreneurship journey. Yeah. Um, what's something that you wish you knew earlier on? Not necessarily something that I knew early on, but something that you I would have you loved to, to experiment on myself is losing the fear mm -hmm. and knowing that ultimately every step of the way leads you to where you're going. And if it doesn't lead you to where you need to go, it's a route that you know that will not lead there. So you just have to reroute, mm. <laughs> like the GPS rerouting, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like that. But that's something that I wish 
I could have, well, yeah, I could have known or I could have really felt that conviction in my heart that everything is going to be fine as opposed to just this sheer <laughs> terror mm -hmm. when something is not going well mm -hmm. um, and the fear of failure because really it's just an experiment. You're trying out new things. Some mm -hmm. are going to go well, some are not, but you live, you learn, you move on. So it's more about trusting the process, right. letting go of fear. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So um, I'd like you to finish this sentence. Uh -huh. Writing is... Everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because even a thought, you have to first write it in your mind to be able to say it. Mm -hmm. So the ideas, we, we speak to ourselves, we think in language. So words have to be somewhat written, if you may, in your brain before you can enunciate them. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say that it's everything. All right. Well, thank you so much, Helena. My this pleasure. was so, so informative. This is so much fun. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so Helena Escalante, she is a certified copywriter and founder of entregurus.com, which is a combination of entrepreneur and gurus. Yes. So it's E-N-T-R-E gurus.com. And you can learn more about her content camp intensive and also join her content camp intensive on contentcampintensive.com. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Awesome.